0: Committee members will now vote yay or nay. 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 Hell nay. The horse says, doctorate denied. welcome to the world of tomorrow this is back to the futurama your podcast voyage through the comedy central reboot of one of the greatest tv shows fox ever canceled
1: i'm mike and i'm ben and today we're talking about
0: season six episode eight that darn cats so i figured um instead of doing a disastrous bit that we'd just riff on having cats for about five to ten minutes if that's cool with you i mean sure so how about them cats (laughs) Tell me about Amalthea and Lear, what their current situation is like.
1: Okay, so yes. So, my girlfriend has two cats they are named Amalthea and Lear. Yes, they are named after the last unicorn characters. Of course. They sat... Well, Amalthea sat next to me the whole time I watched this episode, Mm -hmm. which I found fitting. Lear ran ran around like a little jerk. Sure, as you do. For most of it, which I found fitting. It's sort of his MO. Mm Mm-hmm. Lear is currently on Kitty Prozac. It's not actual Prozac, but it's some like anti-anxiety thing sure. because he over-grooms. Um, he's also on a diet because he was very, very, very fat. and mm. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. So the fun thing, I've got two great stories about... <laughs> First, Fat Lear is my new band name. Nice. Into it. Um, <laughs> so I've got two stories. First is that when... Sarah and I moved in together. Okay. Um, which we did just this last uh, June. Yes. I want to say. That sounds about right. Sounds about right. Time flies. It's November already, somehow.
0: And it's cold. It, uh huh. It's re- November when we record this. Uh huh. So. It, is it going to still be November when this gets this, released?
1: This episode can only be listened in November. <laughs> if you are listening. November's only. If you are listening in any of the other 11 months, turn it off. Wait till. No, just kidding. Yeah. Please don't. This please. is our
0: Thanksgiving spectacular. No, don't
1: don't give them an out. Um, <laughs> so I started doing this thing where I took I take pictures all the time because I love taking pictures of cats because they're adorable, mm-hmm. and so um, I upload them to my Instagram account and then I hashtag them as daily catsin, and um, everybody I know comments all the time like Ben. Ben, I love daily cats and please keep doing it. Please, please never stop doing it. Um, <laughs> when uh, Sarah and I went to Austin for a week for a wedding and there were no pictures of cats. And when I got home and I posted a picture, everyone was like, oh, thank God they're back. I love daily cats and never stop <laughs> posting them. My mom, I called her on her birthday and you know we were kind of just chatting about whatever, and she was like, "By the way, I love my new grand kitties. Please keep sending pictures of them. <laughs> everybody loves pictures Ev- of them.
0: Everybody loves pictures of cats. That's if, what you me, if you want to follow me,
1: if you want to follow me on Instagram, uh, it's, it's Ben underscore ETC. It's Ben etc. They're adorable, and I love them, and I love taking pictures of them. Second, I've got a great story about Lear because. And I, I think I've told you this one already.
0: I want to hear it again. So
1: <laughs> so they get up on the kitchen counter, which they, they are not allowed to do. That's the like one of the few places we mm-hmm. are very adamant. They like We've got a little island in our kitchen, and we gave up on that day one. There's sure. no winning on that.
0: Now, I will say that setting boundaries for a cat are a, a fool's errand. Right. But, but go they, on.
1: they do know that they're not supposed to be on the counter, because the moment you stand up they will jump off the counter because they know
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to say they know better. They know they're in trouble. <laughs> yeah,
0: they know they they're and that they standing mostly, up is bad. They mostly
1: don't care until they get caught. So I had made this cheesy potato mm-hmm. egg breakfast. Oh, I remember the
0: first time you told me about it. It was so, sounds so good.
1: And then I uh, had uh, set the the plate on the counter and Lear was just like oh hell yeah cheesy potato goodness. I want All of that. So he jumps up and he starts licking the plate. And usually, like I said, you stand up and they're like, oh, crap. I'm in trouble. I got a bolt.
0: I've been caught.
1: Lear did not care because he was licking cheese straight off of this plate.
0: And you know what? I kind of identify with Lear at this moment.
1: I get it. We're all all a little Lear inside. (laughs) So I get up and then I'm walking over and... uh, He's I just he's trying the
0: conclusion of the story.
1: He's trying to lick as much cheese as he can off of this plate before I get close enough to grab him. Um, and so he's just going to town, going to town, and then I get close enough to grab him. So I go to grab him, and he jumps right at that moment, <laughs> and I grab him right by the butt. So now he is dangling upside down with my hands around his butt, uh-huh. and I'm just staring directly into... Cat anus, uh-huh. which, because... <laughs> which
0: Bender does point out looks like an asterisk. He
1: does, he does point that out in this episode. I know I'm going
0: a little bit ahead of myself, but... and
1: so I'm holding this cat upside down, and I wasn't expecting it, so I'm like, What do I do now? And Lear wasn't expecting it, so he's not even fighting it because he's like, What do I do now? <laughs> and we're both staring there while I'm staring at his cat butt, and he's upside down, and eventually he meows. I'm like, No, 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 yeah, you're right, okay, and then I sort of <laughs> toss him and hope for the best. <laughs> And he lands on his feet, and then he. We both look at each other like, "We'll never speak of this again." Because now I mentioned it all on a podcast, so um, you you broke the code. I broke the code. Everyone knows, and um,
0: literally everyone. We put it on the internet. We're putting it live out on the internet.
1: And so, um, so yeah, uh, living with cats has definitely <laughs> made me a very weird individual.
0: I feel like your cats are are more more a source of funny stories where mine is just kind of like she's an angry teenager that when she's upset pees on all my stuff which sucks mm-hmm. and then uh when i'm sleeping she walks all over my pillow mm-hmm. yeah but- oh
1: yeah no Lear is Lear is no end to uh crazy antics amalthea just wants love most of the time Which she mails nice. at the door when you're not paying attention to her she wants to be pet she wants to be in sarah's lap all the time sure lear is like how can i get in trouble today
0: <laughs> it's like now he go back to the drawing board now i've done this i ate the cheese potato, i ate oh, goodness, the cheese potatoes I got caught by my butt i showed ben
1: my butthole
0: mm-hmm. a great 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 day for me uh-huh checking those all off the list and now it's just trying to get novel ways of Ben looking at your his butt is
1: what he's like. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, no, it's an art form now. It's not just about the act of me seeing it. Mm-hmm. It's about the performance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever considered Lear is actually a performance artist? And um it, that looks like a cat. Sure. I'll I'll believe it. And this would explain his grooming issues because he's not really a cat. He's just a man in a cat costume. <laughs> And that explains why his legs being, you know, not fully furry are, kind of, ex- are okay. kind of happening.
1: That also makes me concerned considering he'll just walk into the bathroom
0: and watch me in the bathroom. Sure. Um, I mean, there's a lot of challenging thoughts with this, but when you commit, you got to commit. So uh, speaking of commit, <laughs> let's let's commit to doing the podcast. Let's that we actually
1: do. let's actually do a podcast. So yeah, we are doing season six, episode eight. That darn cats, which, as you may have guessed, is about cats.
0: Oh, it's a hundred percent about cats.
1: Although, first, right before the beginning of the episode, we get a very strange ad for Cash for Your Bones, <laughs> Cashbone.
0: <laughs> I had absolutely forgotten about this, Me and too. I'm like watching this, and I'm like, "What in the world?" Uh, I kind of love Cashbone, though. It's pretty good it's just like the mo- i've turned it i'm like all right let's watch this darn what wow weird okay that's all right
1: Cash cash is pretty good
0: um the
1: actual episode starts we started planet <laughs> it's, express it's like
0: they're like oh we gotta we gotta get 15 seconds out the gate
1: <laughs> uh-huh like what i do have to wonder like were they just like oh, okay uh we are i don't know 15 20 seconds mm-hmm. short I don't know, cashbone.
0: Well, <laughs> you, you know that like if you if you're watching the Simpsons and it's a really long couch gag, it's like, well, they couldn't they couldn't think of an entire plot for this one. Mhm. Or enough of a plot where where it it must be the same thing with the ads cuz we got the uh oh well, what was it? Thompson's Teeth. Was that a pre-one? Mm-hmm. Yep, Thompson's Teeth. So which that episode I canonically also- hate. Sure. <laughs> not like cash bones okay
1: teeth that can eat other teeth i hate sure selling bones for money Uh huh. i'm into okay we're finding the lines here the boundaries we're finding some very weird lines here
0: yeah they're almost they're almost intersecting is 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 an interesting thing but okay
1: we start the actual episode at planet express uh nibbler has just pooped and um oh that's the other thing that's the thing Amalthea does. She poops and then runs around the apartment. And I'm like, why do you have to
0: run? Yeah. yeah. After it, like... My cat does that, too. I call it poop runs. That <laughs> sounds like something else entirely. <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, but I, I do enjoy when she does it, uh, except for sometimes she does leave skid marks. <laughs> I'm like, cat, I'm fine with you doing it, but you cannot do this.
1: So far, She's we like... have talked about cat butts, cat pooping, and cats peeing on things, so,
0: clearly... Should we talk about hairballs? Because those <laughs> happen too.
1: So, Nibbler has just pooped.
0: Uh-huh. The dark matter
1: that is no longer the fuel for the ship. And then Leela is like... Uh, she's being all like cutesy about it. Sure. Because uh, he's adorable. Cause he, yeah, he is adorable. But he gets this sort of frustrated look on his face. Meanwhile... Amy and the professor are down in the basement. They're doing some science. Mm-hmm. They're measuring the magma hole's data. And um, ba- we we finally come back after many, 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 many episodes to the fact that Amy is a grad student.
0: <laughs> we finally made it back. Um, she's also uh, worried she didn't prepare enough for her thesis defense tomorrow. and the, <laughs> And the professor's like, you've been my grad student for 12 years. You've had plenty of time. You were ready six years ago. which amy's like wait what Uh uh-huh come again
1: and uh so they're measuring the magma the one joke i wanted to point out here is that she measures the magma pi and then the units are in uh burt reynolds i
0: i miss that that's that's good very clever it's very good so amy's nervous the professor tells her that she should go relax by wearing a t-shirt and eating a fish stick
1: Uh uh-huh that's what the young people do now right so much
0: fish sticks so much,
1: uh huh. How how long have you been waiting to do that one? No,
0: I honestly did not. <laughs> like literally, I I'm just having I got all up in my head about the moment and that it, it. Okay, no, that's fair. Um, for, uh, formed fish into uh rectangular
1: forms. So they all go to the hip joint, and everyone is drinking out of these glasses that you hit a button and then it just Uh auto-fills.
0: Let me tell you, that'd be dangerous. Real dangerous. Especially because they start with one teensy drink to allow Amy to come to relax. It turns into two. And then it just kind of turns into everybody getting sloshed. Also, I like
1: how even Nibbler is drinking. Sure. Which uh, was fun. And then, yeah, everyone gets drunk and they're out on the dance floor. Uh, Kiff's got some very weird moves where he sort of... Parts of him balloon up
0: uh-huh well, he's like all liquid inside uh-huh.
1: I mean he canonically has no bones I mm-hmm. uh, can't sell his bones for cash because he <laughs> no has no cash bones. for no his bones. no cash bone
0: it's it's amazing how much how many w- times we' will come back to cash bone
1: they are all out on the dance floor with the exception of Leela and Nibbler. Leela's being a little bit overly dramatic mm-hmm. and sad and um nib and she's being all like again cutesy mm-hmm. to Nibbler and then he takes one last big drink and he's like, Look, we need to talk. I can't do this cutesy stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Especially
0: I'd- now that it's out in the open that Nibbler can as intelligent and can speak. Mm-hmm. And things like. Yeah,
1: because that's been out in the open for a while now. Uh, wasn't um, it since a- uh uh Bender's game.
0: Yes. That was what I was about. Yeah,
1: Nibbler is like Yeah, I I want to be a respected member of the crew. I'm a very intelligent creature, and you know, I just I can't do all this like poopsie doodles stuff anymore. Well,
0: that's fine, but no more purse rides and no more dressing up in that cute sailor outfit. He's like, that's my actual naval (laughs) uniform. It's so that that one piece of information gets keeps getting called back, Mm -hmm. and it's hilarious to me.
1: Uh huh. We do get a. Sort of brief
0: hedonism bot uh, cameo yeah, as well. A- Amy and Kiff are getting frisky on the dance floor, and hedonism bot saying, "Is there room for one more? <laughs> oh my
1: god, I love your hedonism bot."
0: <laughs> I every t- I mean, he had was in there for a second. I was like, "I'm going to just do it." So the.
1: <laughs> Alarm clock wakes Amy up late because it hooked up with Bender last yeah, night. We, we cut to the next morning. There's and some questions there I don't want answered. Well, Bender was all over the alarm clock. I said I didn't button. want answered.
0: I, I'm literally saying what the, snoo- the alarm said.
1: And I purposefully ignored it because I didn't want answers. <laughs> yeah, Amy wakes up late. Uh, she has to defend her thesis in 10 minutes on, on Mars. Mars. And so... Uh, she rushes in, she's late, she shows up.
0: I do want to point out that as she gets out of bed, she's like, oh, oh yeah. Kif, did you yak? And then his face comes out of it and said, yeah.
1: Yeah, like she's literally like in a puddle of Kif and it's weird. It's really weird.
0: And then we get to Mars University.
1: I'd expect someone to look like that if they sold their bones for cash, but not Kif. He can't do that.
0: <laughs> he has no bones to cash.
1: Uh, so yes, they it's, show...
0: It's like everybody's body is an ATM except for Kif's.
1: They show up to Mars University, and Amy shows up in her underwear because she was rushed. Uh huh. She's like, it's like one of those bad dreams. And then it looks down. It's like, oh no!
0: The professor gives <laughs> <laughs> the professor gives her his lab coat, and underneath, he's only wearing his underwear with suspenders, red suspenders. The suspenders. It's the best part. It's so good. Just keep those up.
1: Yeah, this is He's concerned about are, it. Obviously uh-huh.
0: he's concerned about it, and that's why he kept him up. It's so good.
1: So uh Amy starts defending her thesis to Ogden Wernstrom, Professor Ethan Bubblegum Tate, the uh Professor uh Spiekenspell. His f- first name, Fisher Price. And uh of course Professor Katz, who has a, a white fluffy cat mm-hmm. sitting in his lap. And keep uh, an eye on that cat. Now I just I want to point out how much I love Professor Speak and Spell.
0: I I do as well.
1: It's very good <laughs> because he uh, he pulls a little cord and then it's like the cow says moo, and the professor's like he figured that out fifty years ago and he's been writing that ever since.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, it's it's very good. It's so wonderful. So Amy starts defending her thesis, and it's, it's a gigantic spherical generator, spe- essentially in per- per- perpetual motion. Everyone is scoffing, but Amy's like, but it's the earth. And so she's giving this whole demonstration,
1: and we, we get two very important things that happen during this. One, we find out she's allergic to cats mm-hmm. because she starts sneezing, and she asks Professor Katz to see if he can do something about the cat in his lap. He refuses out of hand. And then uh, also the cat, while she's giving this demonstration with this like dangling wire, yeah, it comes up and it starts batting at the wire, mm-hmm. and it sort of ruins the whole dang thing. Uh-huh. Uh
0: huh. It turns out, uh, so she so she has the visual aid of trying to harness the magnetic field to generate electric current, and they all just kind of deny her doctorate. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Professor (laughs) Spiekenspel has the best one here.
1: Because they're all just like, no, no. And then like he uh, pulls the thing and it's like, the horse says, doctorate denied. (laughs) Which is a thing horses say all the time, for sure. I I met a horse once and uh it told me, it denied my doctorate.
0: Uh I I wasn't
1: even defending a thesis.
0: I I didn't do anything. It's like, it walked up to me and said, doctorate denied. I'm like, well, that seems rude. Yeah, just going around... (laughs)
1: <laughs> I was uh-huh. on this
0: ranch for fun. Mm-hmm. And your name is Bubbles. What is going on? I didn't even know you, you could deny me my doctorate that I wasn't trying to get.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean horses have the magical power to just give you a doctorate? Like, without doing any of the work? Because I need to start making some friends with some horses. I think this
0: is why we have horse people. They're like, we know the secret. That horses can give you PhDs.
1: Okay, so like the horse whisperers are just mm-hmm. trying really hard to get their
0: PhD. Yeah, but they keep getting it denied cuz that's what horses <laughs> say. Okay. It's it it's one in a million, but for for some they've they've staked their claim to it. They're like, "I have I want a PhD, but I don't want to work for it." Cuz academia is for for people that go to academia.
1: So Back at Planet Express, everyone is uh, walking off of the ship.
0: Fry is con- comforting Amy, saying, I don't have a fancy degree, but now I'm a prominent boy in the package delivery field, <laughs> which I just, it, f- it ma- <laughs> I think I just liked it because of the McElroy energy, because I watched the 37-minute long <laughs> video of every time the McElroys say boy in uh Somebody,
1: somebody put that together. That's the it thing. Took,
0: it took 18 months for that person to do it. Oh, I bet. It's amazing. So I, I adore it and I watched it and I'm like, yes, this was a good, good use of my time. The only super cut
1: I've ever watched is every moment in the Twilight movies where two characters are staring at each other wordlessly. The whole thing is like 38, yeah. 30, 40 minutes. That's kind of what like I that. expected. Yeah. huh. Oh yeah. No, it goes on. And I watched <laughs> the whole dang thing.
0: Which just two characters, <laughs> the characters switching out, no
1: words. <laughs> Uh-huh, not a word is spoken, just two, <laughs> every single shot of two characters looking at each other
0: without speaking. We we make some choices about what we watch and listen to and ingest into our brains. Uh, yeah, we... Mm-hmm. Nobody <laughs> no, said we were smart. No argument here.
1: While they're all getting off the ship... We do see that that white cat that Mm -hmm. was in Professor Cat's lap has snuck onto the ship and it is now walking into Planet Express.
0: So there's a meeting being held and Nibbler is is pledging his loyalty and friendship to everyone as as a full member of the crew. uh, Hermes immediately says muzzle him. (laughs) We can't, we can't interrupt meetings for anything fuzzy. And he turns and sees the cat and interrupts the meeting for the cat. Mm -hmm.
1: So now here's, here's my big thing. I'm not going to go too much into grades just yet. Oh, when pre grades territory. when I first watched this episode, it's not that I disliked cats, but Mm -hmm. I had, I didn't live with a cat. Yeah.
0: You weren't, you weren't cat adjacent.
1: Uh huh. And so I was like, you know, okay, yeah, whatever this episode's fine. And, uh, now living with two cats where i you know as previously stated post constant pictures Mm -hmm. of them to social media um i (laughs) i know i sent it to you but i literally took a video of lear just sitting there (laughs) with the king of the hill theme song going in the background
0: yeah you did Yeah, you did. You sure did. And you sure did. So now
1: I'm like, oh, no, I totally get it. Cats make you absolutely stupid. <laughs> because the stupid things I do around these cats, it's pretty phenomenal. It could
0: fill an Instagram feed, <laughs> I think.
1: Literally just Lear sitting there. He's not you he's like, not doing anything. But the King of the Hell music is going on in the background.
0: Like it's not like he's like, it's not like he's even in the opener like like being forced to stand uh-huh. and then, like his his paw no, up, just, I was just staring like, off staring into the middle distance off camera
1: because I was as I was doing it and I will point out I took four takes of it.
0: <laughs> Behind the scenes information
1: is so <laughs> useful. I took four takes of it, and the whole time I'm like, "Oh no, this is going to be great!" And then I started sharing it with people. And I'm like, oh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. (laughs) And knowing some
0: of the episodes of this podcast, it's saying something. I took four takes of it, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Dedicated to the craft. Gotta get it right. Oh man! Four so, takes. So yeah, Hermes
1: interrupts his sentence and is like, "A kitty cat!" And boy, <laughs> howdy, I understand everything going on in the scene so much more now that I live with cats.
0: Do you feel seen,
1: seen and or attacked? Yes. <laughs>
0: oh, you're killing me, Ben. Uh, so um, everybody but Amy and Nibbler are super excited by this cat. Mm-hmm. Just uh, super excited. And this is when Bender uh, notes that the cat's anus looks like an asterisk.
1: And he's not wrong. Oh, he's definitely not. He's he's technically correct. The, the best, best kind guy, of correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whew, sorry, that Lierra King of the Hill thing is just killing me, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You four takes. That's the thing. I didn't real. I, I realized, you, I figured you probably d- did one tight take and you're like, this is good, this is perfect. But no, you were like, no, this is not good enough. I I commend you, sir.
1: <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> anyways, Amy and Nibbler are sort of hanging out. They're on the couch and all of the Planet Express people are just obsessed with this cat just
0: obsessed they've they've dressed it up in nibbler's naval uniform which nibbler laments that his best friend died in that uniform Uh again the callback to the uniform is my favorite part and so he also notes that nothing acts that
1: cute without an ulterior motive and then immediately starts acting cute and amy's like oh you want a diaper change and then he nods and he's he's also smoking a pipe the whole time Which is just wants, sort of magical he
0: wants to give off that mature look, but also wants his diaper to be changed, uh-huh, exactly. I mean, I mean, I was gonna say I get it, but I really don't, <laughs> and I was about to say, you know, I do that too. It's like, no, no, I don't. <laughs>
1: I'm willing to say a lot of things on this podcast.
0: <laughs> it's funny that we were like, no, I'm not apparently do these
1: apparently stating that I smoke pipes while getting my diaper changed. Is the line I'm not willing to cross. <laughs> Found it. Four
0: takes of, of Lear <laughs> <laughs> King of the Hill? Yes. That no. These lines are fascinating. They're starting to feel like, you know, in those movies where you have a, a hallway with lasers in it and you you throw whatever like baby powder or whatever so you could see them? It the lines that you're not willing to cross look like that to me.
1: Uh-huh. Nibbler is like. Uh, yeah, nothing acts that cute without an ulterior motive. And so he decides to that they need to keep an eye on this yeah. cat that showed up mysteriously.
0: And this kind of gives a montage, but my favorite one of them is that they set up a crate with some milk in it <laughs> and as a trap, and then the trap gets sprung, and Zoidberg's there, and he pushes out a welcome to Zoidberg. <laughs> uh huh. It's so good. He's like, oh, I have a home now. Excellent.
1: At the end of this sort of
0: montage...
1: They're like, oh, well, maybe it was just a n- normal cat all along. Yeah. But it's at that point where Leela is talking to this cat and she is acting like it is mind controlling yeah. her. She's like, yes, master, Amy and Nibbler are a terrible f- threat. She starts like the letter R just stops it's existing it's, from it's this moment w- on.
0: All W's everywhere. I don't think we can keep, keep going
1: with that. It's That's going to be tough. It's like Homestar Runner up in here. Are you saying
0: it's some kind of Witch's Blue? <laughs> You're a pretty good Homestar Runner, too. <laughs> because I've watched the witches Brew cu- Supercut <laughs> every time Homestar Runner says witches Blue.
1: Yeah, so it's at that I point. I watch too
0: many Supercuts, I think.
1: So it's at that point where Leela takes this cat to the window and it sings the Meow Mix song
0: and then a giant saucer comes down and finishes it mm-hmm. which is it's a very good moment
1: and then amy and nibbler go into the uh, uh meeting room at planet express and they're like hey the cats are evil they summoned a saucer and uh <laughs> all the cat the the crew all has uh cats now of various that, types
0: that look exactly like them mm-hmm. it's it's hilarious to me
1: and again all of the r's have disappeared they're like um of course the cats summoned a saucer they want queen even going so far as to like correct uh, amy when she says cream it's
0: like <laughs> no it's queen pronounced queen so weird it's so there's so much going on. <laughs> um, so the, the cat ship lands at Planet Express, um, and the crew basically unpacks all of the things, including a giant ball of yarn. And Nibbler points out, what are they going to do with that giant ball of yarn and that much cobalt? <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. Uh huh. Lo- <laughs> That's a lot of cobalt. And also that giant thing of yarn is weird.
1: Now I'm just imagining coming home from work and seeing the cats just on a giant 55-gallon drum of cobalt. She's like, (laughs) oh, good. He's up to no good again. Damn it. You remember what happened last time? (laughs) I don't want to have to grab you upside down again, buddy.
0: That was weird for both of us. (laughs) And that was without cobalt. It's just going to get weirder this time. Come on uh so Be cool well, how'd you get that is amazon <laughs> selling cobalt now
1: oh well, okay now i have to google um <laughs> do an am it's not a google search. yeah i
0: can't i can't sing the song uh-huh. it's just it's not a song time I'm gonna search amazon for cobalt amazon search amazon search it's more of a slam poetry kind of thing no
1: it gives me a lot of stuff that is the Cobalt blue. blue yeah hmm Yep, oh, just a lot of stuff that's cobalt blue. Hmm. Can't find a fifty-five gallon drum of cobalt, so I don't
0: know where the cat's got it. Come on, Jeff, got to put it on your uh, on your site. Mm-hmm. How else are cats gonna get it? Uh, maybe,
1: maybe PetSmart, but I can't. Oh, I yeah. can't keep uh, we, <laughs> we can we <laughs> <laughs> the dark blue web. So yeah, they take all this stuff down to the basement and they point out that. You can only be in the basement if you have a cat. There's even a, a poster that's like... Can um, has cat uh-huh. or something. It makes a can has meme. and Yeah, th- it's it's pretty good. So they are going down to the basement to do
0: something nefarious. Of course. And, the, and Amy and Nibbler can't go down there, so they decide to go see Professor Katz at Mars University. His last name is Katz. He must have something to do with these cats. Mm-hmm. The, the most tenuous logic of the episode. <laughs>
1: Uh Uh-huh. It's Travey Fountain all over again. It
0: really is. And
1: just like Travey Fountain, they're technically correct, the best kind of correct.
0: (laughs) It's amazing how they make these bizarre connections and they just happen to be right.
1: So, yeah, they head to Mars, and also they are packing some heat. Nibbler's got a Smith & Wesson and, like, a face melter. Consolidated face melter. huh
0: It's very good. I, I, I love that maybe he'll listen to Smith & Wesson or consolidated face melter. It's very good. So
1: they go to Mars University, which I love that in this shot they land at the uh, physics department mm-hmm. and is on a giant fulcrum. <laughs> it's so good. Where the giant building is on the short end, and then the little annex is on the long end of this beam, and um, and uh,
0: when they land, it just the balance changes just slightly. Uh huh. I I have
1: a very special uh place in my heart for fulcrums because it was the very first science I was ever taught in elementary school. Fulcrums, Um, like as as like an actual like science. Let like we got into fifth grade and we had like a science unit all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. and then we learned about fulcrums. And so I always think about that class every time. They're neat. They are neat. Physics, simple machines. Um, Is it not part of that simple machines? No, it is. I just I. (laughs) You said simple machines, and I was like, oh, that's a song lyric,
0: and I had to think about it. Okay,
1: (laughs) and it's from.
0: You're like, I'm gonna call him on this one, and you're like, that's a song.
1: No, it's from a cake song. Um uh, Are
0: we Googling this? Is this big? I good- should
1: know it. It's on the album Fashion Nugget.
0: Sure. As as a lot of them are.
1: Uh huh. Anyways, it's the one about how she doesn't care if he's an island and she's got big breasts and whatever. <laughs> it's not the one where the guy wants Italian a- leather sofas. I think the name of the song. All right. We made it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> this has been the cake cast.
1: <laughs> we, return- we, know, we know almost as much about cake as we do about Futurama.
0: <laughs> we, we, <laughs> <laughs> we return to your Futurama podcast in progress. So anyway, so they walk into Dr. Katz's office and he's unresponsive. Amy thinks he's dead, but Nibbler sees strings on his lap and determines that he is a dog-operated puppet that's been adapted for use by a cat, which is the best detail.
1: Well, I love how he he specifically says it's one of those dog-operated puppets. Oh, like, like,
0: he just says Clearly. it so
1: casually, like, oh, of course, we all know that these dog-operated puppets definitely exist. But this one, this one, this specific one, modified for cat use.
0: <laughs> Whoa, what the hell? That's the point where I'm just confused. Uh-huh. It's amazing to me. Yep. Um, and then Amy's like, that cat denied my doctorate? <laughs> Which is very funny to me. Usually it's horses. <laughs> Usually it's horses. So they return to Planet Express uh-huh. uh, and run down the stairs to the basement to see what's going on. And the cats have used the crew to build the planetary ratchet from her thesis, um, using the crew as the human-powered workers. And so Amy's like, they denied
1: my doctorate, and then it, they stole my idea. And uh, oh no, this that happens later. That happens a little Dang later because
0: the cat. It <laughs> anyway, my so- notes
1: are bad. I got stuck at a train again, so I took <laughs> oh, them very no. quick. Oh man, Ben! I always get stuck at a train on podcast nights, and I hate it. I wonder, there's a
0: trend here. I think. Anyway, Amy sneezes, and Leela basically. Leela is <laughs> holding the cat. And just knocks the guns with from their hands nonchalantly with her foot. It's very funny, uh-huh. funnily blocked out. It's great. Um, this is when the cat and Nibbler realize each other can talk. And they're like, how ironic.
1: Two highly intelligent beings pretending to be house cats.
0: And, and then the cat's like, do you know a Blitter Blittertron? He's He <laughs> pretends he's a hamster. And they're like, wait, 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 we're here for a reason. Hold on.
1: So then we get sort of a flashback, uh, which I guess you could say you're we, we've we caught the cat monologuing because he gives sort of a, a monologue flashback mm-hmm. of uh, the planet they're originally from, which was Thuban 9. Mm-hmm. The rotation started slowing. And at first they thought it was great because yeah. they were and this is one of my favorite jokes in the whole episode. As he puts it. There are long dark nights for sleeping and long sunny days for
0: sleeping. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> my my favorite joke in this part is that the there are just free range chicken salmon just running around for eating, and it's very good. I mean, I'd probably go to town on one of those. Oh, I would cook too. it up
1: first, but you know.
0: I mean, you know, I've you could make some nice chicken salmon sashimi. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming the rules of of fish apply here. The rules of fish
1: apply. Okay, so we're in Aquaman's court. (laughs) Cool. Gonna go talk to...
0: (laughs) Geffel, (laughs) Geffel. Aquaman's court is in session. The rules of fish apply.
1: I have never wanted fan art for this podcast (laughs) more than Aquaman's court, because that sounds so amazing (laughs) and so bad. (laughs) What, what what fish now, now, what, what type of sea creature would his bailiff be?
0: <laughs> I love this. This this is good. This is good. Okay. What ooh, a squid maybe? Oh, okay.
1: Um, lots of hands to or yeah, tentacles yeah. to like do stuff with. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then
0: you can. Because the bailiff, I think, has something to do with if the, somebody has to be let in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that could work. Okay. Uh, or or. The squid, or or no, the octopus should be the stenographer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh Absolutely. What else happens in a court? (laughs) I've gotten to the end of it because Aquaman is clearly the judge,
1: Uh judge, judge, bailiff, and stenographer. That's it. And then the jury is just a whole lot of uh, Mm -hmm. a jury chosen by the peers of mm -hmm. fish, fish peers, Fish, fish peers, of course. Uh-huh. They find them at the pier, if you will. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Anyways. Um yeah, yeah think, okay, think, think gonna... more about it. Aquaman's Court. Um, because that's a show that I want to watch. N-
0: not only that, but I feel like there's a spin-off, like Law and Order, Aqua Victims. Um mm-hmm. Aqua Victims Unit. AVU. Okay. Yeah, no, that's
1: there's some there's some. Can't, uh,
0: I don't think Dick Wolf would be too excited about making something, because his name is very, very land-based, mm-hmm. so it might have to be something like, I don't know, Steve Whale. Steve Whale. Okay. Yeah. Steve Whale is taking the reins on this one, Dick Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: the his name is so good, it's Dick good. Wolf. Also, yeah. Laura says that she would watch AVU, so
0: <laughs> we've got our first... We, this is Back to the Futurama's <laughs> TV division... We're doing it.
1: So We're um, doing
0: it. We're, we've got the film division. We're building the TV division now. Uh,
1: so, yeah, they, we find out that eventually the planet's rotation slowed down to the point where one side was just really scorchingly yeah. hot, and then the other side was
0: snowing and ice and just awful. Uh, their top scientists found Earth, and they deti- determined they could harness the magnetic field of Earth. Uh, They originally came to Egypt in 3500 BC um, and constructed the Great Pyramid at Giza as an antenna to beam the rotational energy back to Thuban 9. But then
1: the Egyptians treated them as gods, which was their downfall because they became domesticated and lazy, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I get.
0: Sure. Yeah. If you're going to treat me as a god, I'm going to be domesticated and lazy. Heck, I'm already that way now. So this is when
1: uh, we we come back to the present and uh, we find out that they are going to use this device to transfer the rotational energy from Earth to Thuban 9. And then this is where Amy's like, you called my thesis crap and then you stole it? And the cat's like, welcome welcome to to academia.
0: academia. I (laughs) I felt the need to go unison on that one. No, that's good. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel like uh, some of our friends that have have been more in academia than us could probably agree with that. I'm sure that we could.
1: Amy points out that the one problem is that they will never get enough electricity to a static electricity to get
0: this whole process Mm -hmm. started. So the cat says, have you ever ever dealt with a cat rubbing against something and having static charge? What about 50,000 cats? And the professor starts opening a can upstairs and it is, uh, broadcast on speakers to all cats in New New York. So they all come and start rubbing up on Planet Express, just supercharging the yarn with static charge, which by the way, that yarn is actually a superconducting w- wire.
1: So yeah, they, uh, this whole thing is going and um, the Planet Express crew is still pushing this device and Nibbler's like, I'll fight their cuteness with my cuteness. And he acts super cute. Mm-hmm. And it almost works until some cats start actually, like, dancing with each other. (laughs) And then they're all just like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's just keep pushing this thing. And sure enough, it works. The planet slows down Mm -hmm. and
0: stops. And everything goes flying all over the place. Uh, Hawaii piles up on itself, which is (laughs) hilarious to me. The Eiffel Tower flies off to the right. Big Ben lands where it was, and then the Statue of Liberty lands on top of Big Ben. It's a very funny gag that I I think is incredibly visual and probably loses a lot in translation, but it is very funny to me. And then through this process,
1: all the crew gets thrown against the wall. The cage that Amy and Nibbler are in also does, and so it breaks. Sure. Everyone's free. And then, um, oh, I forgot, during the whole disaster thing Calculon's shooting a movie and he's like "Q disaster effects
0: <laughs> that too
1: it's so good uh, it's a very good visual um,
0: and then he's like oh, we that extra looked at this, the camera we're gonna have to do it again
1: so Thuban 9 starts rotating again and then uh, all the cats back on Thuban 9 start doing the can-can they sure do because <laughs> what else do you do uh-huh. I mean, your planet just got rotational energy for the first time in thousands of years. What do you do? The can can. Of course, they don't have Disney World, it's so like, clear, you can't go to Disney World. You got to do something else.
0: <laughs> Clearly, you can't. The two choices: the can can or Disney World. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. No other ways. Those are the only
1: two ways to celebrate a victory, Mike. No other ways. Why do you think all the footballers go to Disney World? That is true. They don't want to be seen doing the can-can.
0: I think I want the, this year's footballer to do the can-can and be a pioneer. That's okay. what I want to see. Make it happen, NFL. All right. So
1: <laughs> so everybody sort of wakes up from their weird cat um. Hypnosis? mind control
0: and then uh it, it, everybody has like cat stuff on them like hermes has or a, in them well i was oh i was getting there hermes has an h of cat fur on his shirt and uh bender has sand and what he calls tootsie rolls in his compartment
1: i mean he's a robot he doesn't know how poop works but he knows how tootsie rolls work uh-huh i mean he's a chef that is true he loves food and does not know about cat poop. You know, that all checks out. Uh, so they are like, okay, well, the planet stopped, but we just need to turn the wheel backwards mm. and then we'll get it all started again. But they cannot, no matter how hard they try,
0: it will not burn it. Will not budge at all. Um so this causes every basically new new York to become a frying pan. Yeah, everything is on fire. They open a
1: window and flames literally burst through the window. Mm-hmm. And um the professor is like, you know, just technology isn't inherently good or evil because
0: Amy is it feels like it is her fault that mm-hmm. this all happened.
1: It's not inherently good or
0: evil. It's how it's used. Like the death ray. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think I agree with that. Amy starts talking and then saying, like, we got to keep pushing forward. Wait, we could just keep pushing forward. The professor is like, you can't just assemble a committee of words. Wait, I'll assemble your committee. It's I love that gag.
1: I was just pointing out in the chat that if there's not a cat can can after every Super Bowl, I will quit watching the Super Bowl. I think that's a reasonable stance to take. It's the only reasonable stance to take. It's the most reasonable stance that ever existed, and I am taking it. You, you, you are a paragon of courage. So they go back to the uh, committee, um, which denied the doctorate. Uh And Amy points out that since it would, even if they could turn the ratchet backwards, it it the science wouldn't work out. But she's figured if you just keep pushing it, it'll start up the Earth again. Wernström points out it'll go the wrong way. Ha ha ha. And, um, but you know,
0: it's better than nothing. Amy literally says, so, and Mm -hmm. he's like, he has no response. He's just kind of stares for a moment. It's like,
1: Professor Wernström just likes being a jerk. That's what he does. He's just contrary. They start pushing and they're getting really tired. But as a distraction, Nibbler puts on his, uh, naval uniform. Yep. And then acts all cute in and, his naval uniform. And
0: that inspires the crew to push harder. The antenna kind of reverses pushing out the energy and pu- start pulling it back from Thubin 9. While the cat, the original white fluffy cat, which I, I'm amazed we haven't decided on a name for it.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, I think the cat is himself Dr. Cats.
0: Okay. We'll call him Katz. Uh. Cats. That's it, not going
1: to get confusing at all Okay, when we're talking D- about cats. cats. And, okay, nailed
0: it. <laughs> Dr. Katz is saying that Earth Society is mostly worthless, but they do have these antique rugs that are wonderful for peeing on. I mean, when you
1: got to pee, but you got to do it high class, mm-hmm. pee on an antique rug. It really ties the room together.
0: This is also what my cat thinks, because we do have antique rugs, and I have cleaned cat pets out of an antique rug or two. Nailed it. That's a that's that's an exclamation to say sure.
1: The uh, the world is now spinning again, mm-hmm. albeit backwards. It is determined it's good enough.
0: Amy finally gets her doctorate, uh, along with some kind of sportsmanship award that Bubblegum Tate had in his glove compartment. <laughs> and uh, Professor Speak and,
1: Spe- Speak and Spell comes back because uh-huh. she's like, "I finally graduated. How's the job market?" <laughs> the dog says, "Roof."
0: <laughs> i love him he's so good he, he's, such, he's my favorite professor he's a very good professor I, what is it about these like one-off characters that we just love like animatronio is hilarious to me mm-hmm, so good <laughs> um so
1: um it's at this point nibbler is also like man i miss being all like cutesy and mm. um i mean i miss all the attention and you know
0: and As so do, yeah. he, he requests permission to come aboard Hmm. And when it's granted, he just kind of snuggles in on Lila's lap. Yep, it's very cute. Uh, they return to Planet Express, where Farnsworth tells tells Amy that she has a bright future, as sure as the sun sets in the east. Yep,
1: it's a very good line to close out. <laughs> it's a on. very
0: good line to close out on.
1: And that means that it is time for Graves So, yeah, I already sort of started talking a little bit about grades. The very first time I saw this episode, I don't know that I really cared for it a whole lot because the whole, like, oh, cats are these otherworldly beings who, like, hypnotize us and make us stupid. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, that's not not a very clever plot line, Futurama. Now, Mm -hmm. I live with cats Mm -hmm. who make me take four (laughs) takes. Of a stupid video of him sitting in front of my camera while the King of the Hill theme plays.
0: I do have one argument. Did he make you or did you make yourself? I mean,
1: I'm going to say it was about (laughs) 50-50. It was a team effort. It was very much a team effort. (laughs) He was there being cute and I had a camera phone and I put the King of the Hill music on and took four takes of him sitting there. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> this story continues to amaze me the four takes
1: uh so anyways wow. um i i definitely like this episode uh, a lot more yeah. now that i'm like oh yeah no it's absolutely 100 percent true yeah um if a cat was like hey i will be really cute if you just you know overthrow society i'll be like all right cool yeah sure no problem boss let's do it <laughs> um so i get it I think a lot of the jokes are pretty funny and uh you know it's a good it's an it's um Amy centric story which mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of.
0: It's it's another one of those kind of interesting like Yeah, cuz last Amy week Nibbler.
1: Right, cuz last week we had Hermes and or not last week. I don't know, we recorded a lot of episodes. Uh, I
0: think it, it it 2 weeks ago. Yeah. so in, in the fiction of right. where we are.
1: So 2 weeks ago we had a bender and hermes mashup which is a a thing we don't Mm. see a lot of and now we're getting nibbler and amy and so that's pretty fun you know i liked uh, i liked a lot of the jokes a lot of the the cat specific ones really rang true as a now cat owner Uh, a lot of the not cat specific ones were pretty classic futurama stuff sure so i think it all came out to be a pretty good episode i'm sort of right on that fence between b plus a minus okay um uh i think i'll give it a b plus Okay. I would have liked maybe a little bit more out of the episode, but um overall I think it was a lot of fun. I laughed a lot, so mm-hmm. it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, and I uh for me I think it was it's a very funny episode. I I like the fact that it it brings some of the science back. It gives Amy her PhD finally. Finally. <laughs> She's been waiting for that for a long time. So there is I I probably not character growth, but there's it, we get interesting things going on. We get an, an interesting villain that is kind of very James Bond villain esque kind of even I would say sure I th- I think it's an interesting story I think it's very funny I I I don't disagree with you on on how good it is but I think I will probably give it an A minus because okay. I really enjoyed this episode and I think. I've also been a cat owner longer. (laughs) Sure. So like I've gotten, this is just life now. But
1: how many videos of your cat have you taken with the King of the Hill background?
0: (laughs) I will say I've taken zero.
1: Okay. Well,
0: get on your... No, no, but none of my cats have given themselves for that purpose. Okay. They they don't, they're not made for that the way that Lear is.
1: Yeah. We want to know what you think about this episode and about um, Law and order Order AVU. AVU. Um, or the original uh, Aquaman's court, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Is
0: it weird that I want it to be like Judge Judy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not at all. I, I think that would be great. <laughs> Let us know what you think about cats in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us pictures of your cats. Yes, we please. are both. We are both uh, very into adorable cats, and 100%, we want to see yes. the cats of the listeners of Back to the Futurama, and uh, we. Uh yeah, just we we want to hear from you. So We sure do. There are plenty of ways to do that. You can email us at back to the futurama podcast at gmail.com. You could tweet at us at Back to Futurama. You can
0: find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash back to Futurama. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so find us there, review us, rate us, subscribe, and send to your friends. And let's all sit down and watch AVU together. We'll start a a, when the show
1: comes out, we'll start a podcast about (laughs) aqua victims unit and uh yes and don't forget we are on patreon this was a live streamed episode so uh laura was in the chat room sending us a lot of fun stuff she sent us some pictures of adorable cats just now
0: and wouldn't you have wanted to be here for that live experience
1: uh
0: we understand if it's no uh, uh uh-huh but (laughs) if you would like to support the show
1: you can do that on patreon.com slash back to Futurama $5 and up listeners get to listen to us do this live uh, once a month. And uh, this was our live episode for the month. Yeah. So uh, and if you want to give less, that's cool. And if you want to give zero dollars, that is also cool. We totally understand.
0: As always, thank you for coming to the end of this, this weekly journey we put you through. So even if you just you're like i've listened to the episode and that's all i can do that's perfect that's more more than enough (laughs) frankly we put you through these things every week and we under we don't understand why you come back but you do and we love you for it
1: yep so uh yeah uh, i think that's gonna do it for us this week so uh until next time i'm ben and i'm mike goodbye Goodbye from from the the world of tomorrow